Hello, guys. Hola. Welcome back to the You're Not Crazy podcast. Or maybe you are, but you're in good company. You are in great company. We are excited about this episode because we have some interesting things that have happened to us this week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some, some things. And I was laughing because when Anna came over, I was like, oh, she's cute. And I look like a bum, but that's okay because that's normally how our, our relationship works out. She be cute and I be looking like a bum. Every so every so often we match each other's energy. Either she bumming it out with me or I'm cute with her. But it's majority of the time she cute and I'm the bum. But that's alright. I'm a cute bum. I just look like what I've been through. And so I just decided to not look like this on this here episode. Now, we'll see what the other ones look like. Mm-hmm. We're going to see. We're going to see. I didn't have it to give today. I've been getting kicked in the vagina for several hours now. And so, yeah, I don't have it to give. the worst. We're trying to get the boys' room set up before the baby gets here and also before they get back. Because part of what's been going on my week, my children have been with my parents. So I have not had kids and I've been trying to get a lot done while they're gone. And um, yeah, so... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. how have you been how have you been feeling I am currently exhausted that is my current state if I'm honest I've been in that state since I've had my last child Mm -hmm. so at this point it feels that's my normal unfortunately Mm -hmm. but I think for me because I I got really frustrated this week for a lot of different reasons, but I think it was the exhaustion part of it and my TMI, but my cycle was I on. was just about to bring that up. Your cycle was on this yes. week, so that plays a huge role. It does. It's not TMI. That's normal. I mean, yes, I'm just saying, you know. Some people be feeling some type of way, but you be all right. Yeah, like we all have them. Mm-hmm. Well, women, like like women, like <laughs> ones that were born with the vagina have them. But anyways, <laughs> I just, um, well, some don't, but yes, okay, yes, okay, okay. But they have the you, capability. Yes. I know where you're okay, going. Okay, okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. You're, you're good. Anyways, but um, I think those have gotten progressively worse back to where they, they're worse in that they're not good, but they're normal unfortunately for me but mm-hmm. it this one wore me out like I don't even I don't even have words like it literally set my behind down and it wasn't even just the pain it was it literally drained all of me mm-hmm. like literally and figuratively like I felt like I I just ugh. like that's just how I felt I had no energy and on top of that two out of the well really one child out of the three started not feeling well and that just threw another wrench in the plan of like being able to get to summer camp and all that kind of stuff and so then keeping both of them home and now I'm having to share time with my husband and it it just threw off our normal routine per Mm -hmm. se and so I think that just added to the fact that I already wasn't feeling well and then um, I was, this is the aggravating part, I was diagnosed with, I wouldn't say diagnosed, but my doctor did tell me like, okay, at this point it is like just chronic exhaustion. 
But because all of my numbers came back fine, there's literally nothing else that he knew to do other than to give me a sleeping pill. But he didn't want to give me that because he's like, you have small children you who wake up through the night. You want to be able to get to them. And even though one of my oldest is not an infant anymore, they still have uh, like accidents sometimes in the middle of the night. And so it just, I don't have the luxury of being able to just not, mm-hmm. you know, to be dead to the world. So mm-hmm. it's like, at this point, I honestly don't know... I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel. If I'm honest, I feel like I'm just going to be like this until my youngest is five. And then eventually Mm -hmm. I'll feel like I can Mm -hmm. sleep and get like consistent rest. I guess. I don't know. But when you're dealing with chronic exhaustion, not getting a good night's sleep feels like you haven't slept in a week. Mm -hmm. So then not getting a good night's sleep for like four days in a row. It feels like I haven't, like my body just does not feel rested at Mm -hmm. all. So I feel like I'm working on fumes. And so when you're, when you feel like that, it affects everything. Mm-hmm. It affects your mental, your most emotional. I feel like I can't think straight. I'm forgetting stuff. Like I just, I feel like I'm literally a Tasmanian devil, like running in circles mm-hmm. and getting absolutely nothing done, which I already feel like that anyways. I, I promise you it's something about which we've talked about this. It's something about after having children. It's like, you have children and then you end up with postpartum and ADHD. It's just like, it just comes with it because I kind of got, I wouldn't say it was an argument, but I kind of got a little sneaky with my husband this morning and I did apologize shortly after. But the problem was <laughs> I kept getting interrupted. Like I kept, it felt like my time was not being valued and it wasn't intentional, but I, I just, I kept getting interrupted. I kept getting interrupted. And so I'm trying to cook breakfast. I'm trying to finally get all of the children out of the kitchen and forgetting the fact that they were hungry. So I was like, you know, doing that. He had just gotten back from doing something, was getting ready to go back and do something else. And he was cutting up a watermelon. And my husband is not 65, but he says things that 65 and 70 year olds say. And it's aggravating to me. You know how they'd be like, yeah, you know, uh, what's cooking good looking, you know what I'm saying? Like stuff like that. But it's like, you're clearly not cooking. Like you're just standing there and it's like, why would you ask me if I'm cooking anything? Like I'm folding clothes. Like don't say stuff like that. Like it's aggravating. Anyways, it's cute until it's not. This morning I'm trying to make pancakes and stuff. And he was like, what did he say? Oh my gosh. He said, what is, what is the time looking like or something like that? Or what is the, how was the time looking or something like that? And I just was like, I don't know. Cause I'm not looking at the time I'm, I'm cooking. Like, what are you asking me? <laughs> and he was like, I just wanted to know what time it was. I said, well then just say what time is it? And he was like, okay. I said, that's aggravating. Like, why would you ask me? What is the time looking like when I don't know? Cause I'm not looking at the time. That I don't sounds, know how to tell you. That sounds like. That sounds like a conversation between oh, me and Cody. Oh my gosh. I was, and I don't even know what, cause normally if he said that, I would just roll my eyes and looked at my phone and like told him the time. But it was like this morning, I'm like, don't ask me to do another task that I'm not already doing. Like, I don't know what the time is looking like. You look at it. Like, and we got no clock up. So I don't know what to tell you. Oh, I was so aggravated. He was like, well, why are you? And I'm like, because I'm aggravated and my time has been interrupted all morning. And he was like, but why did you have to respond like that? I said, you asked me 
what is wrong and why did I respond to you? And I told you because I'm aggravated. Like one plus one equals two. Like that's what it is. You asked me a question, I gave you an answer. Just because you don't like it doesn't mean like I'm aggravated. I'm just gonna wait and talk to you. You're not aggravated. That would okay. be that, that would be, be beneficial for both of us actually. That'd be great. He was like, but you didn't have to respond to me like that. I said, I, I'm not I'm not justifying my response. I'm not saying my response was correct. I'm but I'm telling, telling you why. why. You didn't ask, how are you feeling? And why is how you're feeling affecting your response? Now, if you would have asked me that, it would have pissed me off even more. Because I don't have time to talk about that. But that's not what you asked me. You said, why did you say that? So I said, because I'm aggravated. Like, that's it. That's, that's, that's the answer. That's it. I feel you on that, though. <gasps> I do. And I, I didn't apologize, too, though. And that's that's the thing. I think that's the thing. We have those moments, but being able to say, okay, I probably could have responded better. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you don't have it to respond no, better. And there's nothing wrong with that. When you're not able to acknowledge it, that's when it becomes an yes. issue. But when you're able to say, hey, let me backtrack. I, mm-hmm. I was wrong in that early. But so in the moment, sometimes you don't have it. And you have and. There's nothing wrong with that. Mm-mm. Being able to acknowledge that. that you have a problem is the first step. And it just shows that you're in therapy. Yeah. Like, that's, that's it. It shows that, that the, <laughs> the money you pay in your therapist yes. is well worth spent. It's well worth spent. You know, but like just to piggyback off what you were saying with the exhaustion thing, I think <clears throat> more than anything, I know for me, when I have those moments that's where the communication with Cody becomes a huge part to say, hey, we got to figure something out. And then I have to release what we talked about in the last episode, that control. Because Cody can look at me and say, babe, tonight you rest. If the kids get up, I'll handle it. But then I might be like, but I want to make sure that, mm-hmm. and it's like, no, 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 it's no, no. So and so you have to relinquish <laughs> that control yeah. because then it's like, the Lord's like, I gave you an out oh, yeah. and you chose not to. So now you're to. behind tired because you wanted to control the narrative yes. versus saying, okay, my husband said he got it. I mm-hmm. got to trust that he's their father. He may not do it how I want to do it, but he's going to do it. Yep. And when they, and, 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 and you have to trust that. Mm-hmm. So if you have to say, Hey, I might take a sleeping pill tonight just so I can get, just so I, my body can recuperate and I'll let you handle it. Cause I know your husband well enough to know, say, baby, I got it. I got it. Yes. And then you be like, but just make sure they have that. just sleep get- like a log. Like I feel like. Well, Cody does too. And that's the part that scares yes. me. But when, when they know that they have to get up. Yeah. It's it's when Cody different. knows he has to get up, like with both babies, Cody has slept like, Cody has slept through a car accident. We were in a car accident together and he was asleep and woke up after the car accident. After the car was slammed in three different, we spun in three different, three different times and hit all corners of the car on the railing. And he slept while I'm screaming and woke up after and said, what happened? And I'm looking at him like, so he sleeps. Sleep. However, with both of the babies, when they came home, he was able, he got it because he knew yeah. he had to be. Yeah. When they know they, you know, it's you different. got to. And then like, even if you got to go in there um, and you got to put the baby monitor next to your ear, what you got to do, whatever, or set an alarm Certainly. and get up, do what you got to do. <laughs> but it's, I think sometimes it is hard for mothers because we have a way that we like to do things. And uh, people don't talk about this because people don't. First of all, when you think about the children, you always think mom and kids. Mm-hmm. 
But when you have a father that's present and active in their life, they get they need to get that same credit. And I think a lot of people don't talk about that. They, don't. they always talk about, or they'll say things like, oh, you on dad duty today? And it's like, no, no, I'm their father. I, this is not, I'm not watching. I'm not babysitting yes. my kids. These are my kids. When I tell you, Norman gets so aggravated. Does too. Oh he doesn't my like, gosh. what do you mean daddy duty? This is, these are my kids. Yes. Like, yes, I'm on daddy duty. For the rest of my life. Yeah. It's like how my wife is for the rest of her life. Like exactly. We're just doing this. Like, But that's the thing. People uh, don't have that conversation to say. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we as moms can get in the way of our husbands because of how we natural nurturers, right? And then we have systems. We're normally the ones to put the systems in place at home. We're normally the ones that set the routine because that's just kind of how... That's not created to be that. Exactly. And that's not necessarily the tradition traditional household for everyone mm-hmm. but for the most part that's normally how it goes because like you said we were created to do that and we care enough to do that and we, we were created to set the tone for the home whatever that may be because of course mm-hmm. everybody's home is different but it's like the woman it's like we were to set the tone it doesn't mean that we're the ones that have to do all the cooking and cleaning i mean my husband is more He's better at being regimented than I am. Mm-hmm. Like he, he, he can zone in and just did, 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 did. me. I zone in and I'm did, 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 did. like, I, I, it just, it don't, that's not my forte and it's all right. Like, that's why we work together as a team mm-hmm. because there's just certain things that he's where better you're weak, at. he's strong, yes. where he's strong. I mean, and where, where you're strong, he, you know, you, you, he's weak and you, y'all can meet each other there. And that's, that's what helps to, make it to where both parents can be visible. But I know that there are definitely moments that I could step back even more Mm -hmm. and let him be the dad and not say anything until after I I'm having to really Mm -hmm. work on that because probably more with how we discipline the kids more than anything. Cause he's not, I mean, I wouldn't have married him if I felt like he wouldn't, he couldn't be Mm -hmm. a father to my children. But I also am extremely controlling. Mm-hmm. Like, I know that I am. Mm-hmm. And I don't think I've ever, well, I'm not going to a therapy session today. <laughs> but in my mind, I was going to say, I don't think I've ever been that controlling. I do think that I have in some, yes, yeah, I have control issues. But anyways, it intensified after do. children. We both do. Yes. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah, it's really, because I just started thinking, when I look back over my life. <laughs> And I think things over. I can truly say. <laughs> yeah. That I, I control. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, it's, it's, but you know what that's about, though? That's that's an insecurity. And yes. a, it's a, a defense mechanism. Absolutely. Because if I if I can control it, then nobody can mess it up. Nope. And nobody can hurt me. Nope. And nobody can. My control. Girl, that's a whole episode whole by episode. itself. Because when I tell you, when they say don't build the wall, in my mind, I was like, I've built a fortress. Ain't no walls over here. This is a fortress, honey. These ain't just sticks you and stones. You stepping over here. No. Up in like, this territory. This... Which is funny because we both are control freaks, but we work so well together. And <laughs> I don't I, even and know. And I can always tell. I don't even know how we I do it, but we do. I can always tell when one of us is lowering our control to say, okay, this is Anna's moment. <laughs> like, you're like, I was thinking I was going to do so. I'm like, okay. And in my head, I'm like, I would have did it that way, but that's her. But we do it. I think we just under, because we under, because Cody was talking the other day. He was like, babe, I think you and Anna work so well together because y'all are a lot more light than you realize. And I was like, I used to think Anna and I were polar opposites, but now that I think about it, I'm like, (laughs) we we are a lot of light. But 
it's so funny. Or like when I'm saying something and you're like, okay, yeah, we can do that. And in my head, my, I get tickled because I'm like, and it's probably like, I would now I, it's really more about calibrating your mind to go. I was thinking it was going this way, uh-huh. but since, because sometimes I have to listen with the ears of where is she coming from by that point? Mm-hmm. If I listen to it from, no, I just want to do it this way. I'm going to be offended. But if I listen to it to go, oh, that makes sense. Or if you say, I was thinking that we would do mm-hmm. it this way because I'm like, oh, that makes sense. And even though I have to relinquish how I wanted to do it, if you're saying if what you're saying makes sense and it's gonna still yield the same result, what's the point of what me going? And guess what? Something that I have had to learn with my husband, and I think is why what works with us too. You've never given me a reason to feel like you're gonna do something just completely stupid and mm-hmm. deranged. Mm-hmm. So do I always agree? No. But if I trusted you enough with this, mm-hmm. like, is it really going to be that big of a deal if I don't get my way? Mm-hmm. Because my way is not always... You know what played in my head? Right. Usher. Yeah! My way. My way. Anyway, go ahead. But um, <laughs> I just, I think that it just, it's a, a comfortability that's saying, okay... If this this may just work better, it makes complete more sense. Or there, I think sometimes with you and I, there's been times where I've said something <laughs> and you'll just be like, oh. well, I was thinking da, 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 and then you'll explain what I was trying to explain, but I explained it poorly. And then I'm like, yes, like that. Because <laughs> <laughs> a lot of times we'll have moments where Anna's like, you get what I'm saying? I'm like, Mm-mm, I didn't catch that. And she's like, okay, so, and then I'll say it. She's like, yes, that. <laughs> Cause you're like, well, so I'm thinking like, if you put it like, like turn it this way, then you could put it like in little sections. And I'm like, mm, I didn't catch that. <laughs> and then I'm like, wait, so you're saying like, turn it the opposite direction. And then you, yes. I'm like, okay. Okay. I would tell Anna in a heartbeat. I didn't get, I don't, I don't get that. What you're saying. <sighs> and you can, the funny thing is when Anna, you can see the wheels turning in her head. So sometimes I'd be trying not to laugh at her face because she'd be she'd be so serious and I'd be tuck chick. I'm like, I literally can see the wheels turning and she's like, clicks what I was thinking. And, and my brain is my brain is very complex yet very simple. So anytime a situation gets brought in, it brings a it brings a level of complexity for me. Cause it's not complex to her. It makes sense. But to me, I'm like, that was a very complex explanation. Okay. Sometimes if I I am not as much of a verbal processor as you are, but I am not like, I'll be having a whole hand and be like, yeah, (laughs) that's my response to your whole soliloquy. I'm like, "Mm -hmm, yeah. (laughs) It's so funny. She'd be like, you know, Tam, like, I don't even know what to say to that because, (laughs) and I'll be just sitting up here and say this whole thing. And she'd be like, I mean, I get it. Like, I just be like, yeah. 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 And it does not verbal process. I'm like, how did you feel about that? I don't know. Like, I'm still trying to process how I feel. So, and I'd be like, well, I think so. so, 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 so. She'd be like, yeah, I do see what you're saying. Like, I don't. And I don't know if it's, that's probably a defense mechanism too, because there have been times where I remember being called, like, even growing up, um, being called either like a dumb blonde or ditzy or I was called Barbie a couple times. I was called a blonde a lot in my, even within my family. And it would aggravate me because sometimes I would be, it's not that I didn't 
understand something. I just want to almost over understand mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So if I'm like, I wonder why the microphone is sitting here and they'd be like, because it's on a stand, like, mm-hmm. and I'm like, yes, but why mm-hmm. does it have to sit here? Like they're, I mean, I wonder if there are other options that we have. You know what I'm saying? Like that's and because you were intuitive. You got called dumb, or you yes, got, it's or like, it's no. Like, I just really want to know. Yeah, like I just, I'm just asking a question. And so a lot of times I keep my comments to myself because I'm like, I don't know. I, if Anna has her own personal mute button, <laughs> like she like, I, she just probably within the past year started unmuting herself. <laughs> But I've seen her in other in other situations where she will mute herself. I think probably in the past year and a half, you just started pressing unmute for me. And then sometimes I just finish your sentence. You'd be like, yeah, that's what I was going to say, but I, mm-hmm. I didn't feel. Mm-hmm. But in like in public spaces, I have watched her mute herself to the point where I'm like, I already know what she was about to say, but I'm just going to, I'm or I'll be chuckling. I probably don't meet myself as much as I should and Anna be like Tam and I'm like well I'm just saying you know, Tam and I'm like Mm-mm. I just mm-hmm. I do not I'm I'm like that in a lot I think Norman probably gets the most unmuted with me because and course, that was of course he does yeah. yes but it's like in the first few years of our marriage that was really hard for him because he got the raw, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like uncut, you know? And he would just be like, dog, you know what I mean? Like we just left somewhere and you were just like, hi, hello. Oh, <laughs> that's so great. <laughs> and I get home and I'm just like, that's stupid. Like, why did you even say that? Like, mm-hmm. that's dumb. Like, we're not doing that, you know? And he'd just be like, dang, mm-hmm. like, okay, Mr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. And it's, but in my mind, I still had to be careful because in my mind, I'm like, Anna, you can't, even though, it was a trust. I trust, I literally trusted him to be my full authentic self. I don't mm-hmm. feel dumb around him. Like I can say something that, you know, church people are probably like, oh, you mm-hmm. know, and he's just like, okay, okay. like mm-hmm. we worked through it. And so I think because I saw that so early on in our relationship, mm-hmm. I'm just like, finally, I can just be myself. Like mm-hmm. I don't have to you know, like filter anything. But then at the same time, he's still my husband. Mm-hmm. So I still have to maybe not filter my filter it, but just be careful or think before I speak mm-hmm. because he's still a person with feelings, you mm-hmm. know? Mm-hmm. And so, but that was re- that was really hard for the first few years because it was like, I finally, I just ripped the mask off. You know what I'm saying? Like rip me out the plastic. <laughs> I really be acting like Yes, because <laughs> this, what everybody else gets is not, like they're, mm-hmm. they don't even get a piece of who I am. So it's like, for him, that was hard because it was like, oh, wait a minute. Like I mm-hmm. wasn't, that was a lot. Like, okay, pause. Like, just can you, can you just say it a little nicer? Like, you know? And so I had to really work on that with him because I told him it, it's not coming from a place of me being a different person. You're getting the parts that other people don't get because mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with you. But I still had to be careful because at the end of the, uh, end of the day, me being comfortable with him was making him uncomfortable because mm-hmm. now my reaction, open reaction to stuff made him feel like, well, dang, let me hold back because she just she just really reacted. Like she gave me the real, mm-hmm. her real reaction. 
And now I feel like I need to pull back on being honest because I don't want her to go to that place again. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, that's not fair to you Mm because I want you to be honest. Mm -hmm. I don't want you to feel the same trust and openness Mm -hmm. that I feel. So I've had to work on that, but I don't like I, I shut down a few years ago and Mm -hmm. him and probably I don't talk to my best friend as much as I would like to, Mm -hmm. but she is probably the only other person that has gotten that. Mm-hmm. And outside of that, like, I just was like, yeah. like everybody to everybody. Like it didn't matter. My parents, everybody just got the, so I was like, okay. And that's very difficult for me because I am a verbal processor. And my therapist had told me that Tamara, the reason why you feel like you talk too much, really it's not because you talk too much. It's because you have to talk it out. And so I've just learned to do that with my husband and I have very few people that I can verbal process with. I can verbal process with you and I can verbally process with Cody and maybe I could think of maybe one or two other people that I can verbally process with, but that's because I am a verbal processor. So I have to have people that I can trust that I can do that with because I've done it in the past and it was used against me. And that's when I became, and the people in my life were like, what's wrong with you? You acting funny. And it's like, no, I just can't talk to you. And that, and now just recently I've been able to open back up just recently. And I've only opened back up to, the people I just mentioned, you and like two other people, that's it. And those two other people don't get it as often because they just don't get it. But for me, I, I I completely understand that. And I think to having to, I think there has to be a healthy balance mm-hmm. because you should be able to just sometimes <clears throat> unleash and, and so should, he should not feel like he can't. Mm-hmm. So there has to be that, that, and I think that's what we are. Cody and I are navigating that now going into year 10 of our marriage we're navigating that now to say, okay, babe, I'm I'm gonna give it to you. And and one of the things my therapist always told me, she said, find somebody you can give the unedited version to mm-hmm. first. She told Cody that, and she told me she said, find somebody you can give the unedited version to. Now, sometimes they need to hear the unedited version to see how serious you are. But for the most part, I would say 80% yeah. of the time, you need to find somebody you trust mm-hmm. that you can give the unedited. Sometimes the unedited can go to God. Mm-hmm. But if you need it, me, sometimes I need a tangible person. Mm-hmm. I have maybe one or two people I can give the unedited versions to. And then go to Cody and then talk to him. And then, of course, you have to protect your marriage, right? So you have to be careful. What you, but but that's why you have to, to be discerning to say, okay, I know I can talk to Anna about this because it's going to stay between us. And that's it. You know what I'm saying? And I can give the unedited version and then I can go back. Or Lord, I know. You know, I could talk to you, but I can journal about this, whatever the case may be. So that's, that's been something that I have learned over the years. Um, and I mean, Cody and I are not, you know, we ain't been married for 10,000 years, but we've been together for going on 13 years, married for 10. And, you know, that's a long time. we got a, a few notches under our belt. And I feel like for us. Part of that is because of our communication skills yeah. and just being able to have those conversations. So, you know, mm-hmm. in the midst of that, and I know for me, Cody, it is a lot for Cody because I unleash. I unleash on him and I have, I, I unleash. I'm laughing because I have so many, when you said 
we haven't been together like 10,000 years. In my mind, I'm like, in Hollywood, 10 years is like 100. It is. And then I heard another song, Unleash the Dragon, when you said Unleash. <laughs> Unleash so anyway. Unleash the Dragon. All right, yes. continue. <clears throat> but I do, I just let loose. Like I, I say, and that was one thing that somebody said to me early on in our marriage that the Lord dealt with me like months within into our marriage of how I talked to him. Um, because I just said what I wanted to say and I was done with it. It was no conversation. Like, and he was like, that's your husband. Like you need to respect him. And I felt like I was respecting him. I was just saying what I need to say, <laughs> but there's a way you go about it. There needs yeah. to be a level of grace there. Um, you have like respect and, and, and honor. And so the Lord checked me on that very early on. And that was something that I worked on and, you know, the stereotype for us is that's a black woman with a white man. She run that. And people assume that all the time. And it used to be, I used to be very insecure about that because it pissed me off. Cause I'm like, you have no idea. You have no idea. But the, I think it's because your personality mm-hmm. is more dominant. Like, yes, yeah, mm-hmm. in public, like Cody is more. He's chill. Because it did yeah. come off like that. I remember mm-hmm. in college, but most of none of us were married and y'all were. So mm-hmm. of course none of us even understood like true what it nobody none of us understood what it was to be a young married couple. So on the outside it looked like dog, like mm-hmm. damn, don't let him do nothing. Mm-hmm. But now being married, it's like I also understand y'all were fresh in a marriage. Y'all were figuring out what in the heck that looked like. Y'all were literally 12. <laughs> and <laughs> so we were but, baby but that has a lot to do with it mm. and then next thing you know y'all are pregnant mm. like that's a lot to maneuver mm. and, and work through and i think people could have possibly said the same thing with norman and i but because i had such a stone wall up nobody would have ever mm. we never like you just never saw that mm. insecure or figuring it out or whatever we never showed that part on the outside to other people mm-hmm. And so I just didn't trust people challenged our relationship mm-hmm. from the beginning before mm-hmm. we were even engaged or married. So I definitely wasn't about to show y'all the raw mm-hmm. now that mm-hmm. we married, like mm-hmm. y'all didn't even want us to be together. So right. you're not getting any of this. Yeah. So from the outside, I am a Stepford wife mm-hmm. and we are a perfect couple and everything is wonderful. We have twins and we are magnificent. We love the Lord. Don't ask us any questions. Everything is perfection. Yeah. And I didn't want to give that lie and facade, but at the same time, I'm like, I will not give you any space Mm -hmm. in this, like at all. Like you ruined that before this was even a thing. So you definitely not about to get that. I think the hardest part for me was I didn't want to be associated with that at all. Right. Like I didn't want people thinking that I married some man who didn't know, you know, that I was controlling Mm -hmm. because it was, it was not that. And a lot of people, like a lot of people didn't know when we first got married, Cody had just had two seizures. He couldn't drive. So when, when he wasn't going places, it wasn't because I was like, oh, I don't want you to go. It was. You were concerned and worried. Worried about it. I was worried about that. Also, that means I got to go drop you off. I'm pregnant. I got to drop you off and pick you. I'm not doing all of that. You know what I'm saying? So it was just always something. People didn't understand that. People also didn't understand the insecurities in me, things that Cody admitted to right when we first got married that affected how I viewed him being around other women. You see what I'm saying? And it was just things like that. So then Cody, but that wasn't a conversation where people just saw it on the outside and they, and it was easy to say, well, she the black, she's black, she bossy, she loud. So she running that. And he just sitting back and letting her, 
but they didn't know the story. But it's, it, I, I probably would have made those same assumptions if I, w- if I were looking at our relationship. You know what I'm saying? And so for so long, I fought against that because I'm like, I do not want to be labeled as a woman who run. And in my on my dad's side of the family, that's how my aunties were. They, baby, they, they was on it. They, they, you don't play with me. Uh, uh-uh, uh, we not, you know. So I come from a bloodline of that. <laughs> And so, and my daddy even said, he was like, you don't need to be, you don't be like that now. You don't be controlling, don't do no controlling, you know? And I'm like, but that's not even who I am. But I had to, I had to fight against it so much that I withdrew Mm -hmm. and I pulled back and I was just like, I'm just not going to say anything. Mm -hmm. And then there are expectations that are being, not being met. There are things that are happening because I, in fear of what other people Mm -hmm. think. And when I learned to let that pendulum shift. When I learned to let that go and start worrying about what people assume, because you don't know nothing about what's going over here. And my mama, after my mom, when I got sick in 2019, my mom was here for almost three months. And she said, oh, I see. Cody, Cody can get with you. I said, I've been telling y'all. But you don't, you weren't seeing it because you would come up for the weekend or we would go home for the weekend. And that was that. But when she was here and it was raw and we were going through life and she was like, oh, I see. Cody, Cody. I'm like, yeah, right. You think I would have so. married somebody? That I'm not could? gonna marry no man with no backbone. Hello, baby, you got to be able to handle me. You got to hold I, all this up. It's a lot of me, a bit literally <laughs> and emotionally, <laughs> and everything else. It's a lot that come with this. So, yeah. you know, but people made that assumption. Yeah, you know, and even like both of us are the same height. So they're like, oh, he's small and he white. Like oh. she running that, and it's like, no, it that's not. That has me. nothing to do with it. But okay. So after a while, people started seeing like, oh, oh, okay, oh, oh, yeah, he can handle, he can handle her. I'm like, it, it, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? And we both, I mean, I said we we both hold our own now. Cody says something snippy, I'm I'm right there with you. I'm matching your energy, you know what I'm saying? And vice versa, if I say something to him, Cody get right back with me. So he was like, don't. Don't talk to me like that. And I bet, well, don't talk to me like that. He said, no, you don't talk to me like that. And we go, okay, I'm good. <laughs> I was like, we go back and forth. But Cody would tell me in a real equipment, he was like, you're not going to talk to me like that. And I'd be like, well. But isn't this like, light turn on the <laughs> I'm like, oh, so, okay. oh, so I'm not? I'm oh, okay. okay. Talk to you like that? Okay, fine. How Whatever. should I talk to you then, sir? <laughs> like... But that's just hilarious to me. But I don't even know how we got on this. I don't know either. We started somewhere. Just went on a journey. We did go on a journey. But, you know, we say it all the time. You're not crazy. You're not crazy. But if you are. You're in great company. You're in great company. Because <laughs> y'all can see it's a little bit of crazy down in the both of us. So, you just, know what I was thinking just about? Teach. Just a teach. When this was up, I was like, my fat is showing. So if you see me keep doing like this, I'm just... Well, I keep fixing this because I refused to lay down these edges today. These 4C edges. Because that's that takes commune with the Lord. And I just I didn't commune with him yet. So I just keep shifting it because there's going to be something that's going to pop out. And they're going to be like, ooh. I'm like, listen. These four C edges. These are not the. These are not on the wigs that they selling y'all. These is not the, the baby deal. hers. No, not the four C ones that they can still lay down. That's not these. These do not submit to anyone, and they barely <laughs> submit to the Lord. So <sighs> here we are. Well, guys, this has been a wonderful conversation. 
We're so glad that you stuck with us all the way through. Don't forget. <laughs> do not. To like, comment, and subscribe. And if you are subscribed, yep. don't forget to hit that bell notification because it will notify you when we have our new videos coming out. Okay? Absolutely. And don't click the one that says personalized. Click the one that says all so you can get all of our videos. Okay. Ah. A lot of people don't know that. And then do they have to put uh, click follow on the where all the podcasts are? I think so. I don't know. It's something like that. We're going to figure that one Whatever out. Whatever that is, do it. Follow it. Yep. It's something beside where follow, to say follow, you're not crazy. Follow, follow, click whatever it says. Yes, do that. Mm -hmm. um, but anyway, we're going to end this episode. We love you guys. And we'll see you in the next video. Bye.